to American Slacker Podcast. We're still here. We're still here, motherfuckers. As always, I'm Matt. And riding on your handlebars, I'm Jesse. Dude, still hasn't caught COVID-19 yet. Sitting up there with his mouth open, catching all kinds of bugs and shit, dude. Being my kind of windshield. I can't see through him, but hey. Like a little E.T. wrapped in a blanket, I'll always be there for you, Matt. Dude, Lander's the plane home, baby. Lander's the plane home. We've been uh, doing a little bit of Patreon bonus work uh, along the lines of the quarantine. Where we got something new called Quarantine Theater where we're watching movies with uh, guests, some close to us, uh, and some unplanned thus far. Hell, it's, it's going to be just like the, the fucking virus, man. We don't know where it's going to go, but it's going to go somewhere. Yeah. And uh, it's, it was a lot of fun recording that first episode. We sat down with Jesse's lovely girlfriend, Marley. Yes, uh, Dude, we watched Good Burger. We're putting this one out um, on our YouTube, but from out here, from now on, it's going to be actually a Patreon exclusive for all the lovely Patreon people that are donating money to help support the show. Yep, uh, we love you guys, and uh, we want to give you something special. So here you go. This is a show just for you. Some extra bonus content. Maybe you have some movie suggestions. We're going to try and tailor them a little bit to uh, whoever the guest is. So we'll we'll see where it goes. It should be fun. We'll see who we get on the show with us there. And uh, we're doing another, well, we have another idea that we wanted to throw out to the slackers here. We've been playing Jackbox. Um, Matt, what, what is Jackbox if people are unfamiliar with it? So did you ever play You Don't Know Jack back in the day? I never played it, but I remember the commercials. A lot of fun games, trivia based and random, you know, drawing and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this is the new modern version of it, and people can all play on their cell phones. You can get it on, you know, Xbox, PS4, or, you know, on a PC. And the way we're doing it is we can play it on PC. We're playing it on our Macs, and uh, we're doing it through Zoom. Mm-hmm. So you can be anywhere. We're, we're having these great, like, games. We're playing, you know, these big rooms, and uh, it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, we, uh, for the past two weekends now, have met up with... Uh my me my girlfriend you your girlfriend some other couples and stuff and uh, we thought this might be a fun thing to do with some of the slackers as well so we're gonna put a post up on the american slackers group and maybe just put some feelers out there to see like hey when are people available is there a time that everyone would want to meet up and you know what it's on me and matt we're gonna be the ones hosting it so we're buying the uh the jackbox things so all you gotta do is show up and have fun Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a variety of them. Each one has different games, and they're all different themed and different types. Um, Dude, it's always a good laugh every time, no matter what. And if it grows to be, like, you know, uh, bigger than the amount of players allowed, we'll split the group, and, you know, I'll take some slackers. Matt will take some slackers, and we'll see who has more fun. How about that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll have a fun funometer to rate it, and then, yeah, the loser gets teabagged. We'll crunch the numbers and the loser gets teabagged. Exactly. Loser gets te- the whole team, the whole losing team gets teabagged by the winning team. Well, now people aren't going to want to play. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's just a teabagging. Let's be real. Be we'll wait sport. till the virus clears, okay? So no, there's no there's no corona nuts on your phone. No forehead. corona contact. All right. So, uh, you know, we always like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed news. Weed news. And we are uh, going to continue the weed news with uh, some more Corona talk. But this this one's a pretty pretty good one. I'm not going to say that weed cures Corona. Because <laughs> that, that would be You're not, not factual. I'm not Wait. saying that. Oh. I'm not I saying that, I said you man. before the show. Damn. <laughs> no, but what we are going to talk about is over in Manchester, England, there's a music producer named Outlaw who's acting like the Chris Kringle of cannabis. He's uh, walking the streets with free weed along with uh, other supplies for people who are shut in because of the uh, quarantine. So this guy outlaw is going door to door with toilet paper, sanitizer, bottled water, and cannabis all while black. Don't worry. Be happy from his van. Oh my God. That's amazing. This guy is like fucking Chris Kringle over here, dude. What better care package during these times do you need? 
Dude, hand sanitizer and weed are the most critical. Right? He uh, he got like video of himself. It looks like people's days were made by this. Some of the people Dude. walking down the street that just happened, to, they, all they took was the weed. I mean, take what you need, I guess, right? But uh, he's. this isn't the first time that he's done this stunt. He's In 2019, he set up in a park and is doing essentially the same thing, giving out free weed to people. And he got arrested during that time, or detained at least, by Manchester police. This time, he's going straight to the people. He's walking door to door, asking people if they need toilet paper, you know, different supplies since they're shut in, maybe a little bit of cannabis to take the edge off. This is like almost like one of those Netflix drug series. He's got his whole face covered and shit. Funny enough, he was covered by Vice. Funny, uh, funny. They did they did a little uh, piece on it, and uh, we're reading this from Loudwire, but they they go on to say that he actually grew, cropped, and dried the weed himself in preparation for his 420 smoke tour. But because of the coronavirus, couldn't actually have the tour. He was planning on you know giving that away or smoking it at the show Damn. look at that guy like i was doing a drive-by like just driving by and the guy was like here you want some for your fucking weed and hand sanitizer there you go hey, brah brah keep the people mm-hmm. clean and lit that's uh that's what this guy's uh, mission is he's like a, a i think cannabis chris kringle is best i almost wanted to give him a robin hood but he'd have to be stealing the weed if he was going to be robin hood this. yeah yeah and he that's all homegrown baby the whole process is in-house you can't yeah help but appreciate that even more that's awesome. You know, it's coming straight from him and it seems like he's a pretty good guy. This is something he goes around doing. So uh, if you want to read a little bit more about this, we'll be putting, I will definitely put the video up uh, of him going around because I think it's from his actual YouTube channel. Um, and we'll also post the loudwire.com article for you to check out on Thursday on our Facebook page. Nice. Definitely check it out. Now let's uh, move along. We've got a Florida woman story. All right. And uh, this one is time oriented. It's going perfect. I mean, we're hoping everybody had a great Easter out there. Not as wild as this one, though. All right. Well, Matt, you know what? You know what I always like to say about Florida, right? Not on my news story, baby. What? (laughs) That's it. All right. We're going to Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale, Florida. You like that? Woo, baby. We're talking about a Florida woman uh, who's gotten in a little bit of trouble. She was in her mind probably trying to spread a little holiday glee but uh it was kind of nasty in reality all right because what she was doing she was leaving nice little easter eggs in mailboxes across northeast florida you talking about painted hard-boiled no i'm talking about those sweet little plastic ones dude that contain nice little treasures and trinkets okay candies maybe sweets and treats i don't know dude money if you're balling it's it's so amazing because it's like no matter who you are you're like what's in it What's in, what's in there? You know, could be money, could be gold. You'd be the most richest woman on earth, and you'd still be like, "What's in that egg? What's in that egg, dude?" Well, these eggs they contained. Apparently, they contained pornographic image. And uh, oh shit, people weren't too happy about that, you know. And I'm, I'm imagining you get those. All right, right now everybody's being careful because of the coronavirus. I imagine you get that kind of thing in your mailbox. You know, uh, it was I guess in a package, you know. But it has oh, like it a couple things in there. It wasn't there was like, like a loose egg. No, no, no. It was like a nice little assemble of things, including like um, there were some church pamphlets and some like handwritten uh, sayings about local churches and government bodies. So it was oh. kind of weird, incoherent, especially like nothing made sense, I guess, on the like notes. Yeah, this is this is all very all over the place. Pretty scattershot ideas that we're going to take a shot at, like. The local government, the local churches. Here's some porn. Well, it said non-threatening, non-threatening so, <laughs> references. So, I mean, take that as it is. You know, maybe it was like just trying to scoot around. It's like it'd be a shame if that church had any issues with fire. You know, maybe, like his- so wait, is this possibly a local campaign like gone out of the box? No, I don't think it's that well organized. <laughs> um, mainly, I, I want to know what does an easter egg filled with like a, a cutout of a porn magazine got to do with this like what what where does that fit in with the you know holiday times or you know government or relig- you know religion yeah i wish i knew what the pamphlet said if it referenced anything to the nothing if it's like that. nothing wow yeah, nothing. incoherent rants do you think <laughs> it was a mix-up maybe those those eggs were meant to go somewhere else and there, there should have been candy in in the eggs with the pamphlets 
Uh, I don't think so, man, because there was 11 accounts that she got busted for, let alone we don't know how many eggs really went out there. Um, that number could... I'm That's only the ones they found, yeah. The American Slacker R&D department's estimating it's much higher. Um, and <laughs> so, I don't know, man. She got pulled over. She had stacks of pornos on the backseat, so I don't uh-huh. think she can get cleared of that at all. So and, this was, yeah, that's not a mix-up. She knows exactly what she's doing. Also, I mean, it, in Florida fashion, in Florida fashion, let's say, she got pulled over. She didn't have a license, of course, so she got charged <laughs> with that, too. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be Florida if you didn't get pulled over and you didn't have a license, you know? Oh, my God. Nobody has a license in Florida. I'm scared because I'm going there with a license. So I'm like, do they take that from me when I, like, you know, sign up to live there? I mean, I don't well, know, dude. I'm just thinking of her doing her checklist as she's going out the door. She's like, all right, uh, plastic eggs. I got uh, stacks of porn. We got some uh, literature about the local municipalities. I think I'm good. She's like halfway down. Fuck, I forgot my license. Oh, <laughs> eh, man. Probably won't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure she got her license taken away for something almost as uh, entertaining as this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they booked her in jail, actually. She got taken in for distributing obscene material. They don't take lightly to that, I guess, in Florida. Yeah. And um, the driving without a valid license. And uh, $7,000 bond. Not cheap, so... I was surprised with that. I was like, good, you know what I mean? Lock it, lock that perv up. <laughs> Nobody needs to see DP scene opening an Easter egg. literature, you know? Dude, I don't want to see Ron Jeremy Schlong coming at me if I'm cracking an Easter egg, all right? it's. I think, yeah, it's more creepy of, like, who is touching this and, like, what kind of person would, like, share this with just strangers. Dude, they tested her ass, too. They were like, we got to see if this bitch has COVID. Of course, luckily she doesn't. So nobody has to worry to touch the bags. Because that's what I was getting into before. You're going to be trusting. You're going to be like, if it's a gift in your mailbox, you're going to be like, oh, I want to open it. Somebody I know left this. Like it's safe. <laughs> what nope. is that? What you got to do these days to get a free test? You dude. start mailing out porn. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a good conspiracy. She did this all because she couldn't get access to a COVID test. She's like, like How do fuck I do it. it. Seven thousand dollar bonds worth it. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a, I don't think that's going to work out well for her. You get it back, dude. All you got to do is go to court and whatever they decide happens to you, you know? I mean, she could do some real time. She slap, is doing some jail time, at least. A little slap on the dick for handing out porn. Uh, yeah, well, she was a lady. Maybe a slap on the tits. <laughs> uh, so we're headed to uh, France for our next article here, and this is just goddamn insane. Um, we're talking about an incident that occurred at a French military base where a fighter jet was going to be used to basically give a tour, what they like to call an observation flight to a a 61 year old, or I'm sorry, 64 year old uh, defense manufacturer who worked at the base. Um, He was surprised by his coworkers who were like, yeah, let's, uh, we scheduled this with one of the pilots. We want to get you a flight. The, they rushed him through the normal procedures of like medical processes and all that, and even rushed getting him into the uh, plane where he ended up not having his G force pants put on correctly, not having his mask or visor down and not having his oxygen mask equipped correctly. Um, so this seemed like a <laughs> bunch of friends just kind of shoving a dude in a plane. Oh my god, dude. That is no good in a fighter jet. Like I'm just imagining eyeballs popping out like, like Yeah, dude. From the like wind hitting you from getting out. Ugh. They had a doctor do like a cursory test on him and said, like, yeah, as long as you don't like if, like put any negative G forces on, he's good. Um and they even said that when he got into the seat, uh the cockpit, his heart rate was recorded between 136 and 142 beats per minute. So he was freaking out at that point okay so they were gonna take it easy on him like they're gonna like not do any crazy maneuvering to really break g's and and get him fucking where his eyes are gonna feel the pressure and he might pass out and all that that's what the doctor said apparently that information was not communicated to the pilot (laughs) so this guy's freaking out right behind the pilot they take off he experiences a negative g-force of about uh negative 0.6 g's and like we said a lot of his equipment wasn't on and um as they were leveling off the passenger the civilian passenger 
freaked out pretty much and grabbed onto the ejector handle, which activated it unintentionally. And that started a process of blowing the top off of the plane and ejecting the passenger out of the back seat while they were fucking flying. Oh my God. So it didn't eject the pilot, but it just ejected the dude that's fucking shitting bricks already in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. He like basically <laughs> experienced G-forces, went, grabbed the ejector handle, went flying out after Bruh. the uh, explosives on the side of the plane blew the top of the, um, the little cover of the plane off. He, <laughs> there were a series of malfunctions that happened after that that actually were good. His, um, his parachute, it, it opened. And he landed over land, which was good for him because the dinghy that's on the bottom of the seat that you're strapped into did not open for some reason. So if he had landed over water, he would have just straight up sunk. Sunk with his parachute. While, while fucking. strapped into a fucking uh, plane seat. Oh my um, God. Another thing that a malfunction that happened was the pilot was supposed to fucking uh, eject. That's part of like, if anyone pulls the ejector, apparently it starts off a reaction of blowing the top off, ejecting the passenger, and then lastly ejecting the pilot, which didn't happen. The pilot stayed in the fucking plane without a cover on the roof of the plane. Yo, that's crazy. That little, that little stunt. We got a guy panicking, grabbing that lever. Those jets are like a million dollars. Like they're no joke. They're so expensive. Yeah. Like him panicking, just like, million dollars down bang luckily that guy like saves it but can you imagine the experience of fucking cruising in that with no roof bro convertible jets i I could not imagine that it said it injured his hands as well so he was able to um get the uh the plane landed it sounds like with without any more incident um yeah i just i couldn't imagine flying a plane with the canopy destroyed and it's just like whipping around because all of the think about it all of the sensors would be going off basically telling you to get the fuck out of the plane dude anytime you're like it should if it should have popped already you're like fuck am i just gonna go flying at any time am i gonna go flying at any time oh like i'm just God. imagine the comedy scene where he finally like lands on the ground and just like it's finally and then comes it shoots. Like, ah, uh, dude, that's rough, dude. And the poor bastard that's panicking, just lucky he didn't have a heart attack when he went flying and the roof went out. And he was just like, what's going on, man? Shit's insane. He ended up with minor injuries as well as the pilot's hands being injured. But that that's just so crazy to me. That's like, all right, if, you do, if you're too nervous to do it, don't fucking do it. Say He said peer pressure is really what did this entire situation. <laughs> And also, it seems like there should be a way to disable the fucking eject fucking button in the back seat when you got somebody that's going to definitely flip shit. Yeah, like, like the, a child lock for the ejector seat, dude, maybe. There's, there seems like no way that they would be behind the fucking pilot should be like, call, like calling any shots, dude, no, let alone no. let's blow the lid on this bitch and peace out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck. And why would that be within grabbing range? That should be like under the dude. seat in like an uh, area that's kind of tough to get to. It looks like an oh shit handle. So he's like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck. It is the oh shit handle. Oh my god what you'll be saying while you're fucking flying and watching your plane crash into the ground yeah. so yeah it's pretty nuts uh i don't know would you take a flight if you were offered one in a jet no hell no dude no helicopters no jets commercial only baby even privates die all the time all right that's true. I, ain't fuck, I ain't fucking with your private jet that's cute you get to run around the airplane you could do drugs whatever you want on it guess <laughs> what i'm going commercial because they don't go down yeah that's true you it's know very rare compared to uh, all the other smaller ones they have too many lawyers making sure they're not gonna crash <laughs> yeah i don't think i would do it either that's not nah, I, I would probably be the fool to pull the ejector <laughs> dude i don't i don't ride roller coasters let alone fucking get behind some fucking hyped up military dude who's like oh you're nervous <laughs> 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 fuck that oh my uh, god fuck that dude i'll stick to things like flying drones man <laughs> There you go. Thought uh, safe. Dude, I'm digging what they're doing with drones these days. I'm digging I'm digging what Italy's up to these days, right? Have you seen like any of the crazy footage like of like their 
they're like heads of government like yelling at people to stay the fuck off the streets. I've seen some Twitter clips where they were like yelling at the camera, essentially berating their their civilians. They're not being like America and a lot of other places where like where they're like, please stay home, stop the spread. You can do a lot. They're like, stay the fuck home. You're fucking stupid. You're dumb. We're protecting you, dude. We got a fucking mayor in Messina. It's Italy. And he's chasing people down with a drone. Oh shit. Catina DeLuca. Dude, Catina DeLuca has a drone out there with these, like, apparently big speakers attached to it. Like, oh wow. So that he can have a pilot fly it around and he can see the camera live and just yell at people. <laughs> he's telling them That's like, amazing. Dude, we're going to play a little footage here. I'm, I'm loving it, dude. I think it's the best thing I've seen a government do in a long time. That's, right. one way, that's one way to get the message out for sure. Hell yeah, dude. Look at this guy. <laughs> run, run, run home. Run. Run, little Italian people. <laughs> this is the mayor. Uh, we're getting so close to Robocop territory, man. Dude, he's almost chopping that one dude up. <laughs> but he's more focused on this guy. Oh my god. There's his little center for intel. Oh my god. He's got a whole setup for drones, man. It's fucking epic, dude. I'm loving it, man. I think that more approaches like this could really stop the spread. What other technological uh, advances can we use like, know, like this? Hmm. I don't know. You mean like outside of like shooting people with rubber bullets and I mean like just giving civilians the right to shoot people they see outside their house even like you're on the road what about RC cars like equipped the same way but with like airsoft guns <laughs> shit catapults they just have a Ooh. little teeny catapult and it's got like a pile of shit in it little stink dog bombs shit. You, I don't, it doesn't matter where that shit comes from I'm just saying but yeah dude you just bullet, obliterate things that you see like you got a walker out front of your house going for a nice little walk get some fresh air not today walker catapult doesn't that remind you of robocop though like that him him just using that robot to like chase down those people i got a severe black mirror robocop thing Curfew in my head in the city limit yeah dude yeah it's definitely crazy they're one step away from a flamethrower on that thing oh dude yeah in all reality yeah i mean we're taking humor out of a serious situation where people are losing rights but I mean, it's pretty funny, so I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Go the fuck well, home. Yeah, it's hilarious to have the mayor just like blatantly cursing at its citizens to like get the well, fuck. Dude, I don't know out. about you. I've been getting myself. I've been getting mad. Like, I see so many people out doing things, and I'm like, stay the fuck home. Yo, like, my neighbors were barbecuing the other day with like all the oh. kids running around out front, and I'm like, I mean, I I, I had the idea of like, should do I like? Obviously, I'm not gonna say anything or whatever because it's their fucking business, but like they because they could be quarantining together that could be one whole family that you know is staying inside together and if they are all hanging out together what the fuck do i know you know dude i got a park near my house there's still tons of people going there all together friends oh, like man. kids hanging out together fucking germing it up fucking you know shaking dicks whatever they're doing they're fucking scummy as hell they're the transmitters kids are the dirtiest fucking things dude i'm glad school is cold off that's all i'm saying there's probably a lot of people in america with drones right why don't yeah. why aren't we doing this oh as private God. citizens bluetooth speaker drone yep definitely could be pretty easy a little yeah. bit of duct tape dude wouldn't be hard you could do it from your car and then like if you got a pickup just land that sucker in the back park <laughs> oh my god can we start this like people get out there get a drone get a, get a shitty there. drone will do it like you could get a shitty drone and it goes right to your smartphone you like, you don't even need to necessarily uh, have a speaker that you say stuff just uh have like a, a player on there that's already playing something on a loop and dude if like, i had a drone i'd have a heavy like one of those cool heavy metal nut sacks hanging from it too oh just to teabag people that's why so I could literally just like fall down on people and like I maybe I dip it in tar so it's like a little bit of black tar gets on you as I I not like not tap you on the head. See, go home. You're doing, you're doing that. You're definitely getting your drone shot down by someone. Like that's the one that the tea bags shoot that. Shoot it. Get it. <laughs> so we're gonna keep talking about uh, flight 
type stories here. We're uh, going to an airport in Louisiana, specifically the Louis Armstrong, New Orleans International Airport, where a woman from uh, Colorado was arrested for appearing at this airport fully nude, and ready to check in. Where's my flight? Which gate am I headed to? Well, you know, she wasn't hot because she got busted. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if, that, I don't know if yeah, that's a judge for it. <laughs> that theory doesn't hold up? No, no, not quite. Uh, she appeared, this 27-year-old uh, woman appeared in the airport just completely naked on October, I'm sorry, on April 3rd. And deputies showed up where she had put on a dress by that time. But uh, apparently she had no underwear and the dress was too short to cover her genitals. She, so she was violating public decency laws. Like uh, oh like Meredith in that episode of The Office. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh. Meredith, too far. Damn it, Meredith, where are your panties? It's casual day. Oh, just straight badge hanging out. Like the top's <laughs> covered, but badge is just like it's chilling. It's too short either way. You pull it, you know? <laughs> so uh, the woman said she would be able to travel due to her attire. Uh, or no, no attire in this case. Um, she was asked to leave the airport and escorted uh, by police to booking, where she was being held on five thousand dollars bond. Ooh, damn. Okay, five thousand. And she was also rearrested and booked with battery of a corrections officer and resisting an officer by force or violence. So it sounds like by the time she got there, there was a little bit of a fight being put up intoxication at all noticed you know they didn't note that in oh. any of this but one would have to assume right all right because I, I was on the track of like okay it costs five grand to go streak and through an airport mm -hmm. basically <laughs> that's, that's pretty yeah, funny about, can go viral about I what mean, it comes to i mean i think that's with the added assault on the officer so if you're just streaking you might just get booked be let right back out quick little ticket and go ticket and go you might make your flight show up with some clothes on this time hey we're just saying show up three hours early let your dick swing at the airport you'll be out in time to catch that flight <laughs> you will and you'll have a story to tell dude who oh man that's a good story to tell the grandkids <laughs> so what like what do you think this lady was planning on flying naked like the entire way back to colorado or something you want to be comfortable man i i wouldn't advise it there's a lot of you know things that could happen especially in a pandemic state where we have a virus going around i mean <laughs> do you I think wouldn't... this this is like uh she's you're locked in here with me type of situation like i'm not in here with their dirty seats they're in here with my dirty naked ass like she's already she's like i'm asymptomatic bitches and i'm <laughs> trying to hang fuck. god that's brutal i don't know man I... like what happens if you're say worst case scenario you're using those tiny bathrooms and for some reason you got completely nude and your all your clothes are sucked out the toilet. Now mm -hmm. you're naked in this in this plain bathroom. I'm saying anybody out there. What's your play? I'm saying anybody out there wants to make some money. That's how you really go viral and make money off a video real quick. You pull the maneuver. You give somebody a video camera and have them video the exchange, the change. Uh -huh. Oh, you're gonna you get tackled. You go in. You come out butt ass naked. Nobody's gonna do. There's gonna be a good thirty seconds hang time of people not knowing what the fuck to do at minimum. Oh yeah, it could be five minutes of shock for all I know. You come out dick swinging naked on an airplane, and there's not a U.S. marshal. I'm not gonna tackle that guy. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> especially if if the naked person just literally goes back to their seat. Yeah, they go back to their seat. I'm just gonna be like, uh, ding, ding. <laughs> um, there's a naked dude over there. More importantly, like you're you're sitting down and you're passenger next to you gets up and you goes to use the bathroom comes back completely naked and sits down next to you dude that happens then i get a little upset i don't want dick next to me vagina like i don't want any unknown genitalia right next to me I'm not with that i know i don't even let my my friends chill dick swinging next to me are you telling them to get up yeah oh yeah I, i'm <laughs> definitely trying to avoid anything physical obviously <laughs> he's got the upper hand on that one yeah, dude. What does a fucking flight attendant send to say to somebody if they like did pull the the great change? If if it was me, I would bring them a blanket. <laughs> like, probably smart to do right off the bat. Be like, um, sir, where are your clothes? We'll put one. We'll put them. We'll blanket sandwich them. It'll look like a fucked up uh, ice cream sandwich. <laughs> dude, I, I think no matter what, the police are waiting at the gate. <laughs>
no, no absolutely what. no matter what <laughs> but do you you'd essentially get if you were calm you could ride out the rest of your flight naked with like two blankets and oh um, hundo that you could definitely ride it out with a blanket skirt absolutely and then wrapped you, around the bottom they probably even let tits fly they probably if you're a man anyway you'll probably end up being the first one off the flight too that is convenient that's convenient yeah they'll probably bring you you know what i'm willing to add a little bit extra they're probably gonna bring your bags to you that you <laughs> yeah they are <laughs> that's service right there uh so there's your travel hack for this episode hopefully uh that helps you save a little bit of time at the your next flight Oh man. Well, we're going to, we'll help you out with your travel. If you're moving uh, on our next story here, we're talking about U-Haul. So uh, we're just covering you on all bases this year. Uh, this story is really like an imposter Florida story. I feel like when I read this, I was like, where in Florida is this? Like, I didn't even like, I just assumed it was a Florida story, but it wasn't. Nope. It's not a Florida story, but I swear these must be all Floridians. No mention, but I'm just going to say, I think that the way, you know, just all the energies and poles line up. I think these are Floridians in <laughs> had, Oregon. Had a Floridian influence. Yeah. We're going to Eugene, Oregon, where we're talking about a uh, a little argument that happened between a man and a woman. And uh, you know how it gets, you know, heated arguments, you know, you get to the point where words mean nothing. You've gotten past that. And you got to throw a lit firework at somebody. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> Well, no, that's what happened in the story. Uh, we got a man who got, apparently got really upset with a woman. I don't know. It doesn't mention that they were together in any way. So there's no romantic interest mentioned in the story. Okay. But uh, the man ends up getting to the point where he throws some kind of lit firework. No mention of what kind of lit firework it was. Things Zingler. I could see why they're not together. <laughs> Double banger. No, I don't know. Yeah, I can see why they're, they, there's no romance interest. It was dead before it started. It's like, oh, no? Guy throwing fireworks at that lady? They're not dating? Dude, blew his load too early. Uh, so he goes, he throws this firework at the woman who's standing next to a U-Haul she's about to take. Um, I don't know if there, I wish there was more context because I feel like I'm imagining so many things. Like, I'm imagining a couple breaking up. She's getting a U-Haul to grab her shit and get out of the house, right? Okay doesn't say they're employees it just says they're at a u-haul okay now the guy throws a firework at the u-haul basically neither of them notice the thief that's under the u-haul stealing fucking fuel oh my god so the fuel is exposed and immediately when he throws the firework uh apparently the uh, the two u-hauls go up in flames immediately and it spreads to four holy shit within the course of like a, a 10 minutes or so that had to be like an m80 or something i don't know dude i don't It'd know maybe a even a fucking firework you know something that's continually sparking definitely and fucking dude so the thief catches on fire his pants are on fire and one of his sleeves are on fire and he literally just runs away from the whole compound of the <laughs> u-haul um the woman runs a complete opposite way and the man had driven away literally as he threw the firework he threw the firework and left, or he was in the car and threw the firework on the way out. And just sped out of there and didn't even see any of this. Didn't probably like. see the carnage that ensued. Jeez. Uh, the owner showed up pretty quick. Uh, an alarm was triggered. And uh, <laughs> I guess two out of the four U-Hauls were completely ruined. The ones that caught on fire initially burned yep. for too long and then spread to the other two. Yep. And uh, they weren't able to save those. Jeez. And the, the worst thing is, the guy that threw the firework got arrested, but the guy that was under the U-Haul stealing the fuel got away yeah. with it. They can't find him. They have no idea who he is. No clues at all. So the, the guy's burned, but if he doesn't go to the hospital, he's going to be fine. I I don't think he's the... I think the guy who threw the fireworks the bigger dick in this one. I don't, he is the I, bigger dick, 100. I mean, you got yeah. a guy... If, he's stealing, if you're stealing fuel, you're probably down on your times, right? Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, a guy that throws a firework at not somebody that it makes being... it not that it makes no. it okay, but I don't no. think it's no, no, no. worthy of being burned alive either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're throwing a firework at a woman at a U-Haul place in the night, <laughs> you might be the biggest dirtbag of the century. I don't know. You know, you're up there. You're up oh there. Oh my god, that's like two two crimes converging to make one worse crime. It's like the Transformers of crime. Like, <laughs> yeah. Furthermore, don't you think it would be appropriate for this guy to get almost attempted manslaughter? 
Yeah, well, it's like, yeah, if someone, like, oh, well, because hmm. no hard. one died. If the, if the guy died, if the fi- guy who got set on fire ended up dying, then I would say, like, yeah, he's like, he's obviously responsible, even if he didn't, like, mean to. But uh, I don't know. Maybe to, at least destruction of property for all those fucking vans that he burned. Well, dude, for me, it's like, I don't know. Anything with cars and sparks, I'm like, they got a gas tank. If the gas tank's leaking at all, the fumes are going to be exposed. Yeah, you never and know. They could light and they, dude, a bomb is a, a gas tank with condensed fume. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, I don't know. You shouldn't really me, be tossing fireworks to people either. Just saying. Sure. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Think about Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he didn't actually get that bad. He got reckless endangerment and criminal mischief. And that's it. They, yeah. That got played down. Yeah. Ple- <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it for now, it says, anyway. Oh, so, that's mean, what he actually got charged with. That's the okay. initial huh. charge. So who knows? I mean, maybe they're going to book him for more. I mean, he's definitely going to have restitution for fucking two box trucks, which is. God knows that's probably at least fifty grand. Jeez. Yeah. Fucking. Can you imagine just being a dirt bag and you're doing one dirt bag move and then you <laughs> owe fifty grand and you're in jail and you almost killed two people. Yep. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. Well, we got, we got something a little more funny for you here. It's our uh, funny clip of the week. This is another attack, not with a firework this time, but by goose. We have uh, an avian attack this time. Um, we all know geese are dicks. Let me let me let in on a little secret. Their weak points, their neck. Um, so if, break that shit. So if you're ever getting attacked like this gentleman, uh, while your friends laugh and cackle, <laughs> and I think that's the funniest part of the whole clip is the fact that his friends are just like not giving one single fuck about this dude getting attacked by a goose because he's like, I, I guess they're territorial. It seems like I've heard of them drowning things, like literally just taking things and holding them under. To make sure they die. <laughs> now I really don't feel bad for geese at all. Dude. It's, monsters. I don't like them. I'm not going to lie. I don't care. I don't, I'll don't. i take the heat. Look at this. Watch this guy. This poor bastard. Swimming. In their neighborhood. And they're not having any of it. Dude, look at them pieces of shit. That one is real aggressive. The friends are hilarious. Dude, look at him. He's trying to hold them under. He's like, pop back up. Yeah, every time it pops up, he goes for him. Oh, oh! He gets him on his back pretty bad right there. Oh, dude, he was holding on right there. Oh, that's bad. He's fucking up. Why is he not going for the other guy in the water? That guy just looked like a real piece of shit to them. We're <laughs> real selective. You know, they just like, now he's just strutting his shit. Showing the size of his nutsack as he coasts by doing a drive by. Oh my God. Have you ever been bit by a goose? No, but I've been chased by him before trying to feed him bread and shit. Like, because I always, like, as a kid, was like, I love to feed the geese. Yeah, right. And then they'd be like, man. Like, so you'd be like, fuck, all right, I'm cool, dude. I'm cool. Eat the bread. Eat the bread, bro. But never, never bit. We'll post this up on Friday so you can get a little laugh at this guy's expense, just like his friends in the video. Um, and you can check that out on our Facebook page. Hell yeah, check it out. And uh, yeah, we're about to get into some other pods you might want to check out. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com. 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout, enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. 
I'm Don Wrinkle, and everybody's got a podcast. And if you're gonna listen to one, Import Taste is the way to go, because it's very greasy. This is Bill Lawyerson to tell you that Import Taste is the podcast you should listen to if you want to get sued. I'm Big Jim, here to say if you listen to Import Taste, huh? Guess we'll give you a Christmas handy. It's in poor taste. It's definitely not a comedy podcast. And it's definitely not educational. And it's definitely Australian. Stop, Stop asking. asking! Hello, I'm a Giorgio Casadoro, and this is my brother. Fativa. Come on down, in poor taste, we're taking back and polish your jewels. That's us. South Hills, Pittsburgh. Born and raised. Listen to Import Taste on the Podsberg Network, www.podsberg.com slash taste for all of your edutainmental podcast needs. If you guys said they were pod. And we're back, and uh, we're going to talk about a couple other pods to uh, to listen to instead of us. I mean, selfless again. I say it every time we do this. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are big fans of listening to podcasts, <laughs> so we're always checking out new things. We figure we share a couple with you. So uh, I'm going to start it out with a show called Aliens Like Us with Reese Darby. Are you uh, familiar with Reese Darby, Matt? Not at all. Okay, Not so he he is a comedian from New Zealand. And he has been on like Flight of the Concords. He had a part in Yes Man. Um, he was in the uh, What We Do in the Shadows movie. Um, and he also had a show called um, Tall Poppies, I believe, uh, which which I was a really big fan of. So I, I really love Reese Darby as a comedian. Um, he kind of runs in a lot of like the LA comedian circles. So you you'd probably hear him on a lot of other comedians' podcasts. But this is one that he's doing for Spotify, and it's about um, aliens and paranormal stuff. Uh, their description says, A lighthearted look into things extraterrestrial, hosted by comedian and actor Reese Darby. Each week, Reese and his co-hosts explore topical UFO sightings and abduction stories, plus interviews with experts from the field of ufology, <laughs> scientists, and authors. So they bring on guests. They had uh, Henry Zabrowski from last podcast on the left. And they do like a really fairly short form episodes. They're usually like about a half hour long. And like it says, they talk about, you know, um, alien abduction stories, different phenomena. They've had about seven episodes total and, and I guess eight, including their um, introductory episode, which is only about a minute long. But they've gone over things like Men in Black, uh, alien species, alien techs, or tech, ancient aliens, um, and different things along those lines. And it's kind of a fun, it's not serious at all. It's not like a deep dive into like different aliens and stuff, but it's more they like bring up a conspiracy and kind of talk about it briefly. It seems like a lot of fun topics. It was more about fun other than like, you know, conspiratorial fucking conversations right it's more it's more them trying to get a laugh out of it around a specific topic and then like i said they bring on guests for short interview it's not like a sit down interview it's more like the snippets like from an interview is probably the best way to say it okay giving you the best bits type deal yeah which keeps the like i said the episodes around a half hour um total which it's it's really great so far you can only find this one on spotify it's a spotify exclusive show which I was unaware that is even going on. I didn't know Spotify was trying to set up these exclusives, which makes sense. I mean, the corner in the market. They want yeah, everyone I mean, to switch over from, you know, iTunes or uh, whatever pod catcher that they're player using. You have. I'm a podcast addict user on Android. So, I mean, I don't know what other people are using on Android, but I hear, you know, a lot of people using podcast addict. And I mean, Spotify is easier technically, so if they nailed down the podcast plays, man, I might be convinced to fucking switch. Well, another speaking, I mentioned last podcast on the left earlier. They're a, they're a network that switched over to being Spotify exclusive, so um, a number of their shows are only on Spotify as well. So you see that you're seeing that more and more um, with, I guess, what they're trying to cultivate is their network, and they have a platform to do so. It's like if Earwolf decided to, you know, have a platform that only had theirs. Or if we started a video platform counter to YouTube that only had ours. Yeah, true, right? I mean, it controls the drive. I mean, in today's time, a lot of people are streaming <laughs> shit and not giving the actual creator any of the profits. So that's a big problem today. True. So, it, well, it's interesting. Hopefully the, uh, the people coordinating the shows with Spotify are getting a good deal with them. 
Um, I, I like listening to this show and, you know, I do have a Spotify account that I use for music and stuff. So it's easy to kind of pop over. We are not paid by Spotify. FYI, this is not a paid promotion. No, we pay uh, Spotify. Yeah, we, we pay God. Spotify for our account. So, uh, but I, I do suggest this one. Reese Darby does a great job. He has uh, two co-hosts, I believe, on there, and they are also really funny. Um, their names are uh, slipping my mind right now. But check it out, Aliens Like Us with Reese Darby on Spotify. Um, so that's a more lighthearted uh, podcast to check out. One that's um, way more serious, that is going to be my second suggestion here, is called Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. And Dan Carlin is a podcaster, probably like uh, the king of long-form podcasting. King. (laughs) Seriously. Like uh, Matt and I went to a podcast convention in 2016, I believe. Might have been 20. I think it was 2017. 2017. There you go. 2017, because... It was a year after we started, really. We started 2016. True, true. So, yeah, it was 2017. Dan Carlin actually spoke there. We, I remember, we, I think we popped our heads in really quickly because we were on our way in between, like, other things that we were seeing. But he's been a big name for a little while now in uh, podcasting and to the point where he's doing uh, talks to very large audiences and stuff. So this guy knows what he's doing as a complete professional with what he does. And if you are into history at all, this guy does – the deep dives into um, different pieces of history. It's not even like events necessarily because sometimes he'll span entire, you know, generation in order to tell a story or an idea that he's trying to explore. Yeah, like a dynasty or something. And again, capitalizing on the, I mean, this guy has premiered the best education you're going to get on these events in history without a doubt. And the guy's not even a historian. You didn't even say that part yet. He's amazing. Right, he's, he's actually. He I does. think he's a political commentator. Is yeah, like, is his other his other position. Just a genius that you can appreciate in an audio form and learn a shit ton if you have the capability of taking that in. And it is so fucking interesting. I mean, yeah, you really could write notes based off of the uh, different episodes that he's done. He's done um, all all kinds of. Uh, different things from like what matt said uh, different japanese dynasties and stuff uh, supernova in part one two and three um he did some one called the celtic holocaust uh one called destroyer of worlds he did a six-part series called blueprint for armageddon which i believe spans like world war one if if i'm thinking of the right one and it's just it's hours like i'm, I'm talking out of information that, that has been, you know, taken what months probably him to put together. That's the other thing with this show is sometimes you are waiting a while to get a new episode because he's he'll go months without putting out a new hardcore history. And it's because he's doing research for the next one or he's ping ponging around ideas sort of of how to tie all these ideas together. Maybe what's going on in our modern time with what's happened in the past true yeah everything is very like thoughtful and don't shy away you can go to his archive and buy the episodes i believe they're like a dollar per episode almost like it's pretty cheap so you can get a whole vast archive of all of his other episodes that aren't for free on like spotify per se or wherever you're you're that's right i guess that is worth mentioning is um because he puts in the amount of work that he does to these uh episodes he only releases a certain amount um to the public at once you can pay for i believe some sort of subscription or membership that gets you access to all of the episodes that he's put out which uh, for hardcore history he has 64 episodes all probably over two hours in length um (laughs) so some some maybe four hours per Mm. episode so the uh right now he has from episode 56 kings of kings to episode 64 supernova in the east three so you have uh what is that eight episodes available right now it looks like on his uh like available to the public without paying for some sort of membership but i've been i've been trying to keep up with it and as he puts out new stuff you know he takes older stuff down and keeps his newer things available so that people who are interested can learn a little bit more so i definitely suggest checking out dan carlin's hardcore history if you have a long drive if you want to learn something, um, those are good things to get into. And if you love history, that's, that's a great podcast. 
Yeah, man. Great podcast. I want to definitely check out the uh, first one you were talking about, Aliens Like Us, man. That's interesting. I like conspiracy mixed with mm-hmm. comedy. Oh, yeah. It's like those kinds of weird paranormal comedy. That's always fun, dude. Last right. podcast network, man. I mean, those guys are amazing what they do with it. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you got for us? So I'm going uh, a little mainstream. This is more mainstream than I usually do, but these are more recent podcasts I've gotten into. Um, one I've been listening to for a while, but it, it kind of died off and then it came back. Hmm. I'm talking about the Tom Green podcast. Now, nostalgia for me. I loved Tom Green when I was a young lad. No, was, he was hilarious. You know, he was huge when he was on MTV, you know, when he just got his huge deal. And that was like, you know, and for, the top and then he got Freddie got fingered after that. Of course. Yep. Everybody remembers that. Um, I love Tom Green. He's got a weird sense of comedy he always has and nobody's nailed it like him and i appreciate originality and dude the podcast has in the beginning the old old episodes before he like you know took a break they're definitely a lot more tom green show style Mm. and the newer ones are more like conversations with tom green being you know weird as well okay Uh, his mom calls in a lot it's a lot of fun Um, so he's it's more formatted than like what it was before yeah yeah well i mean it's still not really formatted it's just tom green (laughs) behind a podcast mike but uh it's a lot of fun uh it's it's tom green man and he has a lot of good guests i would recommend two of them uh, that i enjoy dane cook i always enjoy dane cook on a podcast hearing his story those two together that's got to be a funny one oh it's a funny one and chris angel was another guest which is i've never heard of chris angel being on a podcast dude i'd like to hear like i'm not a fan of chris angel but i want to hear more stories about him yeah yeah that'd be especially from tom green just thinking of tom green as like the host interviewing someone is i mean i remember how he used to do it with his show back in the day it it was always like really fucking out there yeah no and you see more of like the tom green who he really is and uh he's been making in the last few years he's been making a lot of appearances on other podcasts as well and Mm. you know his tours and all that um and he's definitely not shy about dropping you know like tour dates all the time and shit oh wow tom green nice but um yeah man i really i want to see him live honestly i want to when this shit clears i want to see tom green live so bad (laughs) that'd be funny as fuck yeah uh, moving along, we got another comedian and MTV star. Conveniently, huh. uh, we got Wild Ride with Stevo is another, a new podcast that I've been getting into. Um, his concepts kind of fucked from the quarantine. I mean, this pandemic's kind of screwed his concept because what he does, he's got a like pimped out uh, Sprinter van, a huge like giant van converted into a mobile studio fortress. Like, oh wow, it's fucking awesome, and. Uh, this hit really right after he built the thing. So I don't know what he's going to do because he usually travels to the guest and they get in the studio or like, you know, either do it there or like go to a location. And uh, it's, a, it's a really neat setup. But I mean, obviously right now with social distancing, that's not going to happen. Yeah, you're not supposed to um, do it in person. I think he did one mobily so far. Okay. But um, I, don't, I don't know. It's kind of fucks up the whole concept of like what his show really is. Yeah, you can still do it from the van true um i really enjoy steve-o you know getting older he's laxed out you, you see him he's aged with grace i would say as far yeah. as a jackass star is concerned he's calmed down a little bit a compared. lot a lot dude i mean he doesn't he's sober he doesn't do drugs he's actually got like a significant other and animals yeah i was gonna say he's still, he's still climbing fucking sky or skyscrapers or whatever it was like king goddamn kong <laughs> That was a few years ago. Yeah, I have a theory. Like, if somebody has animals, usually they're grounded for the most part. Like, they're responsible in certain aspects. Hmm. You would never expect old Steve-O to have a fucking cat, right? Yeah, Let alone a dog. Know. I don't know, man. For me, it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm more familiar, like, in the I'm no shitty industry. people with animals. So. True. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> usually they don't last long, though, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, Steve-O's quite the character. Um I love the dude. I really do. I've loved him since he was a fucking ridiculous ass dude, just huffing nitrous and building skate parks in an apartment complex apartment. Right. Like, you know, just ridiculous shit. And now seeing him responsible, cleaned up life and uh, sitting down with people. You know, one of the episodes I really liked was Tony Hawk, the first episode. Okay. Um, Tony Hawk's known Steve-O since he was wild, drug ridden Steve-O. 
right so they have a lot of like time together and it's, it's a really comfortable conversation and the thing about both podcasts i've done they're conversational which is what i really enjoy a comedy conversational like um just something i've always enjoyed i feel like you know i was hanging out with friends the true essence of podcasts and those those are two interesting characters too to be hosting dude exactly steve-o uh tom green podcast uh tom green i didn't mention TomGreen.com. you can get his podcast there in video format um i think it's i think it might be audio only though like it might be one of those fake videos like we used to do back in the day for american slacker we'd leave you to the youtube and it'd be like oh they got a video no it's just audio with an image uh yeah <laughs> it's on all players so you can get that uh steve-o has video it's really sick the studio mm. inside the fucking van has video you can uh, check those out steve-o.com audio you can listen anywhere uh it's available on any player possible so nice definitely two comedy conversational podcasts with interviews that you can have a little fun with well there's uh four different types of podcasts for you to check out we got aliens like us with reese darby the tom green podcast dan carlin's hardcore history and wild ride with steve-o all all these little suggestions for you keep it busy during this quarantine and uh we will be right back with a podcast game This episode is brought to you in part by Hemp-CBD.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States lab tested and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. Do you like craft beer? Uh-huh. Do you like an unending wealth of puns? Uh-huh. What about four-hour lectures on the ethics of cryptocurrency usage in third world nations? No! Oh, right. But do you still want craft beer reviews and comedy, right? Uh-huh. Then listen to Hop Nation USA, a craft beer podcast. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Music Play, and Stitcher. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. Just listen to the podcast. Hop Nation USA. Where all fine podcasts are sold. And we are back with a a little podcast game here. Now, uh, this one is going to be about knowing podcast hosts. Right, man. I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play a motherfucking game. All right. Pretty pretty simple. It's just going to be three questions here, and it's going to be multiple. Which podcast host is blank? So let's do one. Which podcast hosts almost worked with Sir Patrick Stewart on the set of their sitcom? Is it the hosts of Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zach Braff and Donald Faison? Is it Office with... Do you know their names offhand? I don't know their names offhand. Oh, Pam and... Pam and... Angela. And, uh, Angela. Angela is a real name in life. The office. That's her actual Angela name. I forget Pam's. I'm so sorry, uh, ladies. We love your podcast. If God forbid you ever heard this. Um, <laughs> or was it The Darkest Time with Ken Jong and Joe McHale? Ken Jong. I'm going to say it's the third choice. You are right. It is the. Uh, it is that duo we have uh, ken jong and joel McHale. they almost worked with patrick stewart he was considered for the role of pierce they almost had uh fucking star trek in there nailed it dude <laughs> nailed it did you know that one offhand or was that just a guess yeah, it sounded familiar i don't think i really knew it though but it sounded like oh yes. that's that sounds like the one who knows dude you hear so many tidbits like random fun facts like throughout like right you know whatever you're watching like whether it's media from an a star or mm-hmm. behind the scenes shit on a film whatever right always with that little trivia by the way jenna fisher and angela kinsley kinsey ah nice dude good call yeah i got uh, had to save them there we love talented the office, so. talented one of our favorite series 
amazing. Yeah, and you were listening to that podcast for a little bit too. Yeah, I? you know what I've done is I've let a few build up because what I've what was happening to me is I would watch, listen to the show, and want to watch the episode. I can't oh, watch the yeah. fucking office in one fucking episode. I need to watch. They're so short. They're 20 okay, minutes. So I need to watch them in multiple. So it's a companion podcast. Okay. I didn't realize that. So I'd like to watch a lot of them or he- I want to hear a lot of them. Know all the little behind the scenes facts, which is the great thing about that podcast. Then watch the and then watch it and be like, oh, this is the part where blah, blah, blah is going to happen. Or oh. what did you know? You know, me and my girlfriend both love the pod. That's so, awesome. To see, you know, and we both love the show. We watch it once a year together all the way through. Yeah, I was talking with my girlfriend recently. We have to I get know. her going on it. I know. Yeah, you guys should make a podcast. about. It. So uh, <laughs> let's move on to question two. You're in good shape. Which podcast host directed a Disney Channel original movie? Was it the host of LeVar Burton Reads? Was it the host of the Bill Simmons podcast? Or was it the host of Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain? So you got it. Who was number one? Who was the first one again? LeVar Burton. He did Read and Rainbow and was um, Gordy, I think, on Star Trek, the guy with the yep, thing across him. I'm going to say number one. God damn, Matt, you are right. You do know your podcast hosts. No, I don't. With that credit, though, like reading Rainbow, like I was like, oh, that motherfucker definitely went to that. Yeah, in 1999, Burton directed the Disney Channel original movie Smart House, starring Katie Segal, oh, Kevin Kilner, dude. and Jessica Steen. Love that movie. Who didn't? Yeah. It was like a 90s or 80s, early 90s kid. Yeah, I never realized that he was the director of it. That's a pretty cool. Never would have, dude. Would have, I. I couldn't have, dude, by chance, who was the director of Smart House, that <laughs> old school 90s fucking Disney Well, now movie? if it ever comes up in like pub trivia, you got that. You know who you're going to be like, LeVar Burton, motherfucker. I'm bringing it home. We're getting the $75 gift card to this pub and getting shwisted. <laughs> so uh, you want it, but let's do this one for uh, for pride here. Number three, which podcast host is related to members of My Chemical Romance? Is it the host of Joe Rogan Experience, Joe Rogan? Is it the host of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, Conan O'Brien? Or is it host of Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard, Dak Shepard? Joe Rogan is cousins with the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. You are right. Damn. Across the board. This is the worst part. All right, so we don't talk to each other about this stuff. I don't know the game. I texted you this. What? I texted you this year ago or so, maybe two years ago. Oh, I, I, I said, forgot. Bro, bro, Joe Rogan is the cousin of the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. This blew my mind. Yeah, so Joe is related to Mikey Way and Gerard Way of the East Coast rock band My Chemical Romance. Gerard and Mikey are Joe's mother's cousin's sons. So there's a loose family connection there. When I was a young man, you carry on <laughs> some <laughs> elk meat, man. Oh my god! Yeah, so you're three for three. Damn, you know what? So I give me this one next time. I need to test my fucking metal because you, I, I, you fucking wiped the board on this. You don't wipe it. I don't know if you've ever had a perfect slate game like that. It's, it's been a while if we have, because I, I can't remember it. Somebody's got, dude, dig in the archive, dude. You, If somebody digs in the archive and tells me if there's been a perfect game and if there has or not and can prove it somehow, dude, I'll you give a you a free fucking piece t-shirt. Of yeah, free I'll give piece you a fucking merch. t-shirt straight up. <laughs> so uh, congrats, man. Oh, man. Thanks, dude. Everybody just, uh, you know, if anything, be safe out there during this crazy time. Uh, and, uh, hey, check out our new fucking show, Patreon exclusive that we released for free on YouTube. Quarantine Theater. Dude, Quarantine Theater is the shit. It's your new favorite sideshow from a podcast. Uh, hey, check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast. Support this show. Goes a long way. A dollar will get you all of our digital content and dick pics sent on the reg. Hey. Right? hell yeah and uh hey if you want to check me out mwg media on instagram and uh medic g from hp on xbox nobody has caught these twinkle fingers yet and uh trouble seems to follow me around matt it's waiting for me with a club (sighs) and a tire iron i thought this died out already dude oh my god what where where do the people find you on the computer or like anywhere i mean at Landers the plane, but don't fucking come with a club or a tire iron. God, 
I have enough problems. Dude, you're gonna get fucking clubbed, all right, man. Club quarantine. Check it out, people. All right, BB. Till next time. That's it. We love you. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We talking America. America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We're second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck it savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.